Welcome to Super Talk, a podcast hosted by Hillside Public School Superintendent Erskine Glover. The goal of Super Talk is to provide an informative platform where Hillside Public School students, staff, and stakeholders can have a candid conversation with the district superintendent, as well as be spotlighted for their hard work and initiatives. Good afternoon, Superintendent Glover. This is our first episode of Super Talk. Super talk with the superintendent. And today I'm excited because as we talk about our priority goals being student success, student well-being, our first priority goal of student success, I wanted to highlight five of our great students here at Hillside High School. And being that this is Women's History Month, I definitely wanted to highlight some of the great young ladies here at Hillside High School and give them a chance to speak about their platform. So for the next few minutes, we're going to just have conversations where you get a chance to learn a little bit about the students here at Hillside and some of the great accomplishments that they have had over the course of the last few months. And our first guest, give a big round of applause for Miss Jadine Bachelet. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jadine Bachelet. I'm 16 years old and I attend the Hillside High School in Hillside, New Jersey. And Jadine, I can tell by the accent that you are not a native of Hillside. That's cool. Tell us where you're from. I'm from Montego Bay, Jamaica. All right. All right. And how long have you been attending Hillside? I've been attending Hillside High School for a year now. And so I'm sure people are wondering what makes Jadine so important that the superintendent wants to have a super talk with her. Well, for those that don't know, Jadine and her young age is already a state champion in the sport of track and field. Jadine, talk to us. Tell us, first of all, now that I know you have Jamaican roots, I understand, but talk to us about your experience in Jamaica. Did you run while you were in Jamaica? Yes, I started running when I was eight years old because my grandmother, she saw that I had potential so she got links so that I can go to a school so that I can pursue my dreams. But sadly, my grandmother passed away when I was eight years old. And it was a pretty devastating time for me because she was a person who pushed me to become better in life. So, yeah. My condolences. But I can tell that energy. So grandma saw something in you. Yeah. And then you trained. And it sounds like you won. Did you win while you were in Jamaica? Yes, a lot. A lot. Competition is pretty fierce in Jamaica. What did you run while you were in Jamaica? Uh, I ran the 100, the 200, and the 4 by one Okay. So now your family says we're coming to the United States. What were your feelings? Oh, it was, it, I had overwhelming feelings. But at the same time, I was pretty sad because I was leaving half of my friends and my family there to pursue better opportunities and dreams. All right. So now you're here in Hillside. Talk about the emotion of being a new student in a new state. And just how did that make you feel? A new student and in a new state and a new country. Wow. Being a new student here was pretty difficult because it was hard to fit in or find friends. So most of the time I was like by myself. So it was pretty hard coping with the teachers, a new environment, trying to learn new stuff. And 
just being comfortable. So when did you begin to begin? When did you begin to feel comfortable? This year, September, like just trying. Okay, <laughs> being. Can you repeat the question? Please? Yeah, when did you become comfortable? That's that's fine. When did you really begin to say, "All right, I'm settled in now. I'm here, and let me shine." When I noticed that I have to, I'm living in America now, so I have to adapt to everything new school new everything new friends new teachers everything so you're here now and not, and it's track season what made you say i'm going to come and showcase my talents here in hillside because i know i know that i have talents so i read a lot about track and field in this school before i started so to show my talent i just want to put my put this school on the map so that more people can notice the school and know that everyone has the potential to become what they, they want to be in life. Did you hear that hillside? She said she knows she's going to put hillside on the map. I love it. I love it. So what's an indoor is a little different than outdoor. Talk to me about that experience. Oh, indoor. Indoor is pretty hard to breathe. Sometimes it's like when you're finished running or working out, it burns like your throat burns, but it gives you, a more better training for outdoors so you can have more stamina and speed outdoor. So you come to the United States, you're here at Hillside, you're putting us on the map, but tell us what you did this winter. Tell us, I mean, you, you, did, you did pretty well. You started putting Hillside on the map already and you're only a sophomore. So tell us what you what your accomplishments were this year. Ooh, my accomplishment this year indoor, I came sixth. I'm the sixth fastest girl in the 55 meters indoor. and That's in the state of New Jersey. In the state of New Jersey. Everybody understand what you just heard. Hillside High School sophomore is the sixth fastest young lady in the state of New Jersey in the 55 meters. All right, that's one. Big, big, big. Uh, I PB'd in my 55 meter dash. So PB means personal best for those who don't know. So... The first trap me from the first trap me, I saw that my progress coming down to the end of like winter season, I progressed a lot because my PB was pretty slow mm -hmm. at the time. But as my coaches worked with me through my injuries, I got better and better. So yeah. All right, and you medaled, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. What was that? Uh, I medaled. Every track meet, I always push to get a medal. If I don't get a medal, I just try to work for a medal. Mm -hmm. So I got sixth place in the state, and mm -hmm. I got a medal. Mm -hmm. But most track meets, I get, like, first, second, or third. You get a little side, first, second, or third. So now we're transitioning to the outdoor season. Which of the meets is your favorite? The 100 meters. It's pretty competitive, and I just love it. And so I expect to see you out there this year. So if we were to, if you were to be, if you're walking the halls, tell me one thing that you want people to know about you. One thing I would like people to know about me is that I'm, I'm a pretty jovial person and I'm really, really caring. Yeah. So this is Women's History Month. Who is a woman? I know you mentioned your grandmother, but who else has inspired you to be the young lady that you are today? My mom. Talk about your mom. My mom, her name is Melisha Henry. 
Um, she's a very, very hardworking lady. She makes sure that everyone, everyone is comfortable. And she makes me and my brother, Jahim, she pushed us for better opportunities so that we can be a better and bigger person than she was when she was our age. Yo, folks, you didn't see the big smile that came across her face when she started talking about her mom. We are happy here in Hillside to have you join us, and you are a trailblazer at the young age of 16, and we thank you for coming to us. I know you're going to put Hillside on the map. So as we get ready to close out, just a little fun, you know, back and forth. I'm going to say a couple words, and I want you to choose your favorite, all right? Okay. Start off with something simple. Broccoli or asparagus? Broccoli. All right. How about if we said chemistry or physics? Chemistry. <laughs> oh, physics. Physics is just complicated. All right. You already said the 100. So famous Jamaican track star. Ooh, this is a tough one. I don't want to get you in trouble in Jamaica now. But... Can I choose both? Go ahead. Elaine Thompson here. And Shelly and Frizzle Price. Oh, my gracious. She chose two. Folks, if you don't know who they are, look them up. Those are two powerhouses in the Jamaican space. All right. I want to say thank you for making part. You're one of our first students interviewed here on episode one of Super Talk. I got a chance to know about you. So when I see you in the hallways, and hopefully when everyone else sees you in the hallway, they give you a big shout out. And thank you for coming to Hillside. I'm really looking for you on the field this year. Thank you for having me. All right. Welcome to episode one of Super Talk with Superintendent Glover. And I am here today with Jessely Lewan. And Jessely is one of our great Hillside High School seniors. Jessely, thank you. Welcome to Super Talk. Introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Jessely Lewan. I'm a senior at Hillside High School. I'm 17 years old. Um, and I'm the president of the Student Council, the Athletic Training Club the National Honor Society, and I also play softball. Wow. Do you have time for the sleep and rest? <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. Somewhat. So, Jessely, you've been in Hillside since what age? Uh, since I was born. What schools did you go to? I went to A.P. Mar- Morris, um, Calvin Coolidge, Herdon Looker, George Washington, wow. um, then W.O.K. and Hillside. When did you start becoming a leader? Kindergarten when you were in charge of things? <laughs> Like talk talk is about your leadership skills. Um, I feel like I've always, ever since I've been like a kid, I've always like kind of took the lead in things. But it was definitely more in like eighth grade where I started looking to be more, um, like look into the roles instead of just establishing, you know, the independent stuff. So being a leader has its challenges and it also be fun. But talk about being a leader for so many different organizations. What are some of your challenges that you have? As being a leader? I mean, it's definitely a lot. There's a lot of expectations of you, um, a lot of roles that you have to upkeep. And, of course, the job comes with it. But I love that everyone looks to me and, are like, looks to me as a person they could come to talk to or have questions they want to be answered. So it's definitely, it has its pros and cons, but the pros definitely outweigh the cons. <laughs> so who inspired you to be the leader that you are? And what woman, as we are celebrating Women's History Month, would you say, you know what, that's who I modeled myself after? Um, it's definitely my mom and my sister. 
my mom, like she's super strong and, um, I wouldn't say she's more as much of a leader, but she's definitely a people person and she cares for people and she's always looking out of her way, like going out of her way to help people. So I definitely think that's where I got that from. (laughs) If we asked your friends to describe you, just using one word, what are some words they would use to describe you? Some words or one word? One word. Strong. It's pretty well, pretty well said. So now that you are almost three more months and you're completing your senior year, scary. It's scary, right? I've heard the good news, but I don't want to break it. I want you to break it. Where will you be? What will you be doing in post secondary life? (laughs) So I got matched to Emory University through the Questbridge Match Scholarship. Talk about that. Folks, do you understand Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia, one of the top tier schools and universities in the in the country? And our own hillside, Jessalyn Lawan, will be a student there. What will you be studying? Uh, I'm going into nursing. All right. Big, right place to go. So what made you choose Emory? Okay, so Emory was, at first it was one of my lowest ranked schools. But then I, I started looking more into it and I seen the people that go there. And it's an environment that I want. It's the exact size that I want. It's not too big where you're a number and it's not too small where, you know, everyone in the school, but it also has one of the best nursing programs. (laughs) So the second I seen their nursing program and seen how happy people are to be there, I knew that was a place for me. (laughs) Uh, My daughter is an Emory graduate. So big shout out to Emory University. They have a lot of my money as well. So (laughs) congratulations on that. So as we are, Thinking about Women's History Month and your time here at Hillside, I don't want to put you on the spot, but who are some of the inspirational women here at Hillside that have gotten you through your four years? I definitely have to say Miss Gill, Miss Deutsch, and Miss DeSanto. Talk to me. Why? Um, I'll start with Miss Gill. Um, she is my favorite English teacher, and she's always been there for me. She like pushed me, and the thing that I thought was most impressive about her is she's such a good person and you could tell that even in the way she's teaching as she loves her job and she's always there for people and then it goes also to Deutsch my Stuco in your book advisor um she's always helping people she doesn't care how much time she has to put into it she will always be there to help others and look for other ways that can improve the community and the school and then Ms. DeSanto, that's my AP bio teacher. And she is just the kindest person I've ever met. <laughs> she talks to you as if she, she's a friend while still being a, a mentor and a teacher. And it's just, that's the person that I can go to whenever I need help. With anything. Did you hear that, Hillside? I'm sure the teachers are going to love when they find out that you gave <laughs> them shout outs. And we didn't even ask them if we could, but that's what it's about. School has been a space where you can learn not just from your peers, but also from those yeah. role models in front of you. All right, so let's have some fun. This is just a, a, a kind of closeout, but out of all the things that you are involved in, tell me which one you enjoy the most. One. Ooh, okay. I would have to say my training. Athletic training? I've, yeah, I've, athletic training. I've been, I've been with them all four years. Those are my girls. And, you know, it's fun to watch sports while still doing what you love. That's the first time I met Jess when I'm doing the season, and 
She's very kind with the athletes, and sometimes I'm a little demanding. <laughs> I, I, so that's what I hear. That's what I hear about a you. Bit, like, a, little a little bit. Somebody has to take charge. Do what you have to do. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. So we'll close out by this. I'm going to ask you a couple. Just tell me the what you like the best out of the two things that I mentioned. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Broccoli or asparagus? Oof, neither. <laughs> I'll, go. <laughs> I'll go broccoli. Gotta have some greens in your life. You gotta choose something. All right. Chemistry or biology? Biology. Did you take chemistry? <laughs> I did, but it was my, my COVID year, so a little rough. Okay. All right. Ice skating or roller skating? Roller skating. How many times do you fall? Too many. <laughs> Still love it. Yeah. All right. Movies or sports? Wow. <laughs> that's that's tough. I think I have to go in movies just because I watch it a little more. Okay. All right. And basketball or football? Football. All right. Football all day long. <laughs> How would you like for us to remember you as you graduate this year? Just as someone that's always there. You know, someone that talks to everyone um, and like is there for the people that need help. <laughs> Thank you for joining Super Talk, Superintendent Conversations. Give yourself a round of applause. We thank you very much. All right. Thank you so much. Welcome to episode one of Super Talk, Conversations with the Superintendent of Hillside Public Schools. And I am honored and pleased to recognize another one of our great students here at Hillside High School. Sarah Eel. Let's give Sarah a round of applause, everyone. Tonight. And Sarah, welcome. Thank you. Tell us about yourself. What year are you? How long have you been in Hillside? Um, I've lived in Hillside my whole life, but I transferred out of the school system in middle of seventh grade, went to charter school, private school, and, and now I came back here in 10th grade, but I'm a senior now, 17. 17 years old, senior here at Hillside High School. Uh, a diverse journey, but it brought you back home, as they say. So folks might be wondering, well, what makes Sarah special to be interviewed this month? Um, it's not too many times I get a chance to sit across from a pilot at a young age. And Sarah is one of the youngest pilots that I know, maybe others, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, you're the only pilot here in Hillside High School. Is that true? I, I don't know everyone, but probably. Probably. So let's talk about that, Sarah. Your journey into becoming a pilot, talk about that. Um, yeah, so it was kind of random. Um, I was never really interested in flying or aviation at all. I've always been very like um, into just books and things that have to do more with ideas and you know like debating and stuff. So I always thought I'd, if I were to do anything, I thought I'd be a lawyer or something. But the opportunity to fly came out of nowhere. Um, long story short, I was at a charter school called Link Community Charter mm -hmm. School. Mm -hmm. And part of what we had to do was... Um, prepare for a standardized test called the SSAT to help get admission into boarding schools. And through that, I met a tutor who is someone who just like likes to connect people who have different opportunities. And through her, I found out about uh, a nonprofit organization that lets students learn how to fly. So I just took the shot just because I thought there's no way I'm going to regret this. So I just tried it out. And so your first time you're sitting in a cockpit, what's the emotion you're experiencing? Um, I was just curious, to be honest. You don't really get in the cockpit until you've passed the test. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I chose to try to fly and then I was in I was in a plane. Mm -hmm. um, I had to go through some of the processes of the organization. So you had to take a test. You had to get acclimated with their etiquette and all these different things. 
So at that point, I'd already sort of understood the fact that I was going to be in a plane and what was expected of me. So the first time was kind of just, um, I was just relaxed. I just wanted to see what it was like. And so how many fly, how many hours does it take to prepare and, and before you can become, get your first um, pilot's license? So the, the most basic private, the most basic license as a pilot is the private pilot license. Legally, you only need 40 hours. Um, but for most people, it takes a little more than that, about 70 or sometimes 75, maybe even more. Some people don't even need that many, but legally you need 40 hours logged of flight time to, to be eligible for that. Um, I have 52 hours, um, and you also have to pass a flight exam, mm -hmm. a written exam, mm -hmm. and you have to do a check ride, which is like a driver's license, but flying, and it's mm -hmm. a lot more rigorous. Mm -hmm. And how often do you have to be recertified, or what's the next step if you want to continue to um, add more licenses to your portfolio? So if you want to get certified for anything else, you have to go through the process again. So you do a different flight school, you need more hours, you need to pass another exam, do another check ride. Um, but in general, if you want to maintain that license or maintain any other license, you, it depends on your age. So if you're under 40 years old, you're going to have to renew every five years. Um, that's calendar months. And then if you're, if you're under or if you're over 40 years old, it's two, every two years. Okay. What's the longest you've flown? I've flown, I've done three and a half hours. There was a, cross-country flight from Caldwell to like upstate New York to Pennsylvania and then back. That took three and a half. What's it like when you're up there? I mean, you're, you're sitting in a, a smaller plane, I'm sure, and you get a chance to see the, the, the lands from a different perspective. What does it feel like? Um, I get that question a lot, but it's kind of hard to answer because it's not like a sudden thing. You know, it's not like you're in a, you're on the ground and you're in the air. You know, it's a very, you have to be very meticulous and obviously we do a flight plan and, um, you don't really get to do long flights until you've done many others. Mm -hmm. So you, you get used to the feeling of it. Um, I would just say it's kind of just uh, another thing that you do. Like if you play chess or if you play a sport or if you like to write, it's kind of just another thing. It just demands focus of you. And um, what's really unique about it, I guess, is that things can can be very um, unpredictable. Like I've I've had flights where it was just really boring. I'm just flying straight for two hours and like, wow, that's a nice cloud. And then I've had other flights where I've been like hit by a bird. Um, one's almost flown into my propeller before. There have been like problems at airports with like the tower arguing with them. So it, it can be either one. But as a pilot, you're not really supposed to try and like sit and feel everything. You're supposed to be like neutral. So it, it's it's mostly like you're just trying to focus really hard. Um, so it's kind of uh, mentally exhausting. So flying is just one aspect of it. What else, do, what else about you when people say, oh, I didn't know that about Sarah, that makes you the, the person you are, makes you that fun, lovely spirit? Um, I, I have a really, like when I like something, I get really invested in it and I like to learn everything about it. So I've been really into movies since I was like 10 um, and that's never really stopped. I like to study movies. I read screenplays. I write some and that's always been really fun. Like I love like looking at different directors work and, and, and just, just keeping up with, with cinema. Um, and then I also really got into formula one, which is like a, a form of racing. Mm -hmm. And I really, really like to follow that and not just like the mechanical side of it, but I also love like the community around it. So basically whatever I latch onto, I try to, um, become, become really invested in it. And learn more about it. No, I just got my license uh, last week. Oh, congratulations. So, <laughs> you had your pilot's license before you had the driver's license. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I've flown a plane before I, I drove a car. And, um, yeah, I have way more experience in a plane than I do in a car. 
So talk about post-secondary work. What does that look like for you now? So I want, I definitely want to pursue business, but I can see myself doing a lot of different things. Um, but right now I think international business is going to be my major. I've been accepted and luckily given a full ride to Georgetown University for next year. Congratulations. That's big. That's big. That's big. That's big. That's big. That's big. Full ride, Georgetown. Yeah. Um, I have yet to commit because I applied to 18 schools. I still have to hear back from many. Um, I The only other school I think I would really give it up for is Harvard. And I was lucky enough to get an interview and it went really well. So hopefully that'll work. But if it doesn't, I'm very happy with Georgetown. You definitely put Hillside on the map, but I'm sure you're also making many people in your family will probably inspires you. There's a lot. Of, I have a lot of inspirations. Um, I think I, I get easily inspired by things because I think everything's just so interesting. But um, I'm definitely inspired by my mom. It's a cliche answer, but she's really interesting and really cool. She came to this country 20 years ago. Um, and before that, she lived in Eritrea, which is a small country in the north, in the upper East African region. Um, and they went through a lot. It was a third world country, lots of war. Um, and so a lot of my family members, aunts and uncles fought in a war. They don't treat women differently. They're like, everybody goes to war. And so my mom saw a lot of really bad things. And then she came to this country and just like built a life for herself. And I think that's really inspiring. So definitely inspired by her among other people, but she comes first, I'd say. Uh, I want to say first and foremost, again, congratulations on all that you've accomplished. I know you're going to accomplish more. Thank you. Um, but let's have a little fun here. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. One word answer, um, just to kind of get a little more insights about Sarah and what she likes. All right, so we'll do the easy softball one. Broccoli or asparagus? Broccoli. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Red or yellow? Red. Why? Ferrari. <laughs> He's associated with a Ferrari. <laughs> this is the first thing I think of. Dream car. Um, I want to say a McLaren 570S. McLaren 570S. I can't even tell you what that is, but okay, thank you. <laughs> and how you want to be remembered when you graduate from Hillside? Remembered by Hillside? Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I, I want to remember it as like someone who's really disciplined. Like I, I want to be remembered as. Um, Someone who like stuck to their word. Like when I said I was going to do something, I did something. Um, and I think I've, I think I've worked towards that in the sense that like decathlon is a big thing that I've been involved in. And for my first couple of years, I maintained that I wouldn't be part of the team. I would just be there like making study plans for them and maybe be an alternate. I really resisted being part of the team because it required you giving a speech and all this stuff. And I didn't want to do it. Um, but then I made a promise. I said, I'll do it next year, like for my senior year. Um, and I stuck to that, even though I had like opportunities not to. Mm-hmm. But since I said I would, I, I stuck to my word, and um, I, I think that's an example of me looking to that value. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of Super Talk. We wish all the best. Good job. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you.